0: Welcome to the Field Goals podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. I know. I know this is not how you wanted to start off your Monday morning, but we got to talk about it. We got to get through this game and I know it's tough because the Seahawks were looking to extend their winning streak in home openers to 13 games. But that streak came to an end with a 33 to 30 overtime loss to the Tennessee Titans. They also gave up a 14-point fourth quarter lead in the kind of defensive effort that reminded us of the first half of last season. After Sunday's brutal loss, we heard from Pete Carroll and the usual cast of stars. Let's start off with Tyler Lockett's comments about the result.
1: I don't think that any of us expected, you know, to lose a game like that, you know, especially with the history of just being here and the fourth quarter wins and how we fight and all that type of stuff, but... I think for us, like I said, it's a learning experience. Not everything's going to go your way. Um, sometimes you're going to get knocked down. Sometimes, you know, the momentum is going to go to that team. But like I said, it's it's a game of momentum. And the team that's able to control and keep their composure and learn how to be able to play through the momentum shifts, that's the team that's going to be able to win. And that's the team that's going to be able to stay alive as we enter the playoffs and all that different other stuff. So for us, it's just being able, like I said, we we learn how to play. When we don't have the ball as much in our hands, like you said, we was able to move the ball for however many yards in under a minute. But we also got to learn how to be able to control the clock. We also got to be able to learn, you know, how to play when we are being explosive and, you know, when we are playing two minutes and when we do need to be able to control the ball. So it's different aspects of the game. It's not always trying to be able to do the same thing every time.
0: Tyler's right. They weren't able to control the clock in this game. The Seahawks had the ball for under 23 minutes in this game compared to 42 minutes for the Titans. And in the entire second half, Seattle only had the ball for 10 minutes when they needed to be running time off the clock, up two scores, or scoring more points. You have to do one or the other, and they didn't either. Moving on to Jamal Adams, here's what he saw break down in the run defense in the second half when Derrick Henry really got going for Tennessee.
2: Yeah, it's about, you know, just playing our gaps. But like I said, you know, we just got to stay in our gaps. Um, If we give a little bit of a crease for a guy like Derrick Henry, he's going to hit it.
0: Henry definitely had a hole to run through with Adams in the backfield, Trey Flowers on the outside as Henry took it 60 yards up the field for a touchdown with Quandre Diggs as the only guy he needed to beat. That helped get the Titans energized back in the game. And in addition to giving up 532 yards to the Titans, Seattle was also penalized 10 times for 100 yards. Adams talked about the Seahawks' penalty problems in the game, including his own roughing the passer call.
2: We just can't make, we can't have those penalties. You know what I mean? Um, it's not about coming out here and, being, Ooh, uh, uh, it's, you know, at the end of the day, we have a job to do. Um, and we have to, you know, have controlled chaos, is what I call it. Um, and, you know, it's an even kill mindset. Uh, we can't have those penalties in crucial situations. Um, some are tick-a-tack. It's just like DJ Reed, and you know, on the uh, taunting penalty. Come on, man. You know, you're taking the emotions and the passion out of the game of football. So, at the end of the day, that's the rule. We have to play smarter. Um, but, yeah, we definitely shot ourselves in the foot with a lot of uh, our penalties that led to points. And, extended drives.
0: And look, I'm with Jamal on this one. Penalizing players for being excited about big plays is dumb. I hate now that I have to be worried about a play being so emotional that I have to watch for flags to fly in afterward. During Pete Carroll's press conference, the Seahawks head coach claimed responsibilities for the penalties, saying that he was the one that amped up everyone too much. Well, I,
3: when when there's that many plays where guys do stuff like kind of after the fact, you know, we're trying too hard and and I get them too freaking jacked up, and and they're going for it, and and we're feisty and we're you know all of that, you know, eh, that's that's not the first time that's happened, to
0: my, my guys, you know, and so that's why you know I got to do a better job. And let's go back to the beginning of Pete Carroll's press conference where he gave his initial comments after the game before he took any questions from the media there
3: most difficult loss for us today um because of there were so many good things that happened and uh was such a great day at the stadium the fans were ready and rocking and um you know we wanted to reward them with with a with a big win as well and uh we did so many good things and then we we really hurt ourselves um just too many times when you're playing a good team and uh the penalties were just so costly uh some so many first downs off penalties when we had them and, and really had the control of the situation and uh, it was really unfortunate that we were we, we weren't poised enough and i totally take that up myself there's just opportunities for us to make better decisions that we didn't make and i know sometimes i get these guys so freaking crazy that that uh you know they're, they're just going going out after it and, and uh you know there was um and I'm not even—I don't have any question about the calls or any of that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about refereeing or any of that. It's just we have to do better. We have to play better with, with uh, and, and handle the situation so that we get the benefits of all of the good play. And uh, we gave them some stuff. We gave them way too much stuff. And like I said, you give a good team that much, it's, they, they keep hanging. They're tough. They got you know great players and and terrific approach to the game and all that. And it came through, and they won a game with it. And uh, you know, credit to them.
0: Finally, Carroll talked about what he saw from linebacker Bobby Wagner and the defense against the Titans. Yeah, I,
3: mean, I thought he played a phenomenal game. And the uh, defense did a lot of great stuff. You know, we were really aggressive and really on the attack. To hold them down like that in the running game when they really were trying, um, that was a good effort. You, you could see the line of screen, how many times we tackle them for nothing, you know. And, but they were, you know, they stuck with it and they stayed with their philosophy. They know they got in trouble a week ago not being able to do that. And so they were able and they, they it won for them.
0: If by a lot of great stuff, I I hope he mostly means Bobby Wagner's game for the day, because then I would agree, because giving up 24 points after the half was not great. It was not great to watch. Wagner set a franchise record, though, with 20 tackles. His 16 solo tackles were 29% of the entire team's solo tackle total. Bobby had 33% of the sacks and 25% of the quarterback hits. We just need more Bobby Wagners on this defense. With that stat line and setting a franchise record, what was Bobby's reaction?
2: Uh, I mean, it's cool, but, you know, we lost, so it don't, it don't really matter.
0: Let's close this out with Russell Wilson, who spoke about what it was like playing today following the passing of his close friend, Trevor Moad, earlier this week.
4: You know, I think that throughout the week, it's been challenging just in, in a way, thinking about Trevor, just because he's such a good friend, you know, and one of my best friends in the world. Um, to lose him is uh devastating but I also know uh that he's up in heaven somewhere smiling down with my dad and heaven's a good place and uh you know and I just think about everything he's fought through everything he's battled through he didn't tell many people he just kept going and uh, kept trying to lead and help people and serve and uh, I love Trevor you know and he was with me all day today um in a good way and uh you know, I, I, I i I really truly felt like you know all of his thoughts and everything else was with us with me today. so I'm grateful for that and grateful for the time we spent together and you know long days, man we we spent a lot of time together we spent a lot of hard moments, a lot of great ones too, a lot of great ones um, and so you know I wrote I wrote him on my cleats today and and did some uh, just some of his quotes that really kind of stuck with me always um just uh, you know and so. He'll, he'll forever be with me. But, you know, today, um, just try to, uh, you know, once again, stay neutral as possible, knowing that, you know, it was going to be a tough one in, in that sense, but also knowing I, I've gone through some stuff in my lifetime and you lose people and you, people come and go. But, um, you know, what I, what I'm grateful for is that he got to know God. He got to know, you know, uh, just what that's like and just, you know, seeing him in heaven is going to be a good day one day. Um, so uh, he means a lot to me.
0: Finishing up, Wilson talked about just what went wrong on the Seahawks' overtime drive. These were his comments. We almost had Tyler on the sideline, um, you know, on, on the on the first play. And the second
4: one, um, you know, uh, tried to throw it away because it looked like um, something was going on over there. I'm not sure exactly. And then the, the third play, they just they covered it well. You know, I'm trying to move, move and make a play, you know. Um, and then uh, that was it, you know. Gee. I think that... Um, you know, uh, you don't second guess them. You, you, you feel like we, we're, we're always great in those situations. And more times than not, we're always going to be great in those. We're going to win those. We're going to make those plays. We always have. And so uh, it doesn't happen every time. Um, and even when we did have to punt the ball, we still felt like we could win the game. Um, and uh, they, they made their plays.
0: In injury news from the press conferences, Brandon Shell has a sprained ankle. We saw him go down late in the game. I think it was the second to last play before the end of regulation. And we saw. DK Metcalf limping around a little bit. Pete Carroll said he is suffering from knee soreness. A quick look at the statistics. Some of the leaders from the game included Russell Wilson, who was 22 for 31 with 343 yards, two touchdown passes. Chris Carson had two rushing touchdowns. Not a whole lot on the ground in terms of yards, though, just 31 yards and an average under three yards per carry. Tyler Lockett, the receiver of the game today, eight catches, 175 yards and one touchdown. Freddie Swain and Lockett each had a touchdown of more than 60 yards. Swain finished with five catches, 95 yards. And if you look at Mookie Alexander's winners and losers column, yes, Swain had apparently some kind of invisibility cloak that allowed him to get past the defense. If he does have that, though, he needs to use it more than once per game because we could have used another big touchdown from Swain. One of those reasons why is because DK Metcalf had another quiet week with just six catches and 53 yards. And really the biggest moments that we remember from DK were him getting penalized twice on the same play and really seeming more frustrated with the Titans' defensive backs than making plays on the field. So hopefully after this week, we can see an uptick in performance from DK on the defensive side of the ball. I mentioned before Bobby Wagner has franchise record 20 tackles. He had the one big sack where he was untouched into Ryan Tannehill's face, Al Woods also had a sack, and Alton Robinson had a sack and a force fumble that led to a Chris Carson rushing touchdown. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. You can follow me on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. Check out FieldGoals.com. Lots of content there to look at. And really, if you want to help dissect where the blame falls, In this game, I think there's a lot of different places that you can point to probably each each phase of the game that you can point to. Actually, uh, the Seahawks offense not able to get the job done late. The Seahawks defense giving up a lot of points in the second half. Jason Myers missing an extra point that allowed the Titans to only have to score two touchdowns, two extra points rather than forcing them to go for a two point conversion. That could have made the difference. Seahawks coaching, making a difference in this game. So when when a game is this close and the Seahawks offense up so big, there's so many different areas that you can point to. And we're going to be pointing to more of those areas in three in three out with Clinton Bonner coming up later this week. Use the hashtag three. I three o. tweet at Clinton Bon on Twitter, and we will be reading your comments in the upcoming show. So that's going to be coming up next. Stay tuned for that. And until then, go Hawks.